Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about SEO and ROI. Now, uh, a lot of the business owners, mostly e-commerce business owners, don't like the word SEO because it's hard to really nail down an ROI, even if it's ROI today, 30 days from now, or aggregate ROI in the next 12 to 24 months. So what we do at Optimum 7 is that we have a specific onboarding process and a strategy to provide ROI visibility uh, for the SEO efforts or for the SEO execution that we provide for our clients. Now, Joe, when we talk about SEO, most agencies and most uh, companies out there, they care too much about ranking, right? But Mm -hmm. in the previous search session, we talked about a client of ours that was increasing in rankings, but decreasing in traffic because of the Google placement of yep. the, the local search results, mm-hmm. right? So it's not only about rankings. Um, nowadays, it's about rankings. It's about conversion. It's about uh, the right type of mm-hmm. uh, rankings. It's about engagement. Yeah. Um, talk to us about how we work with SEO and how we always work on connecting the SEO gains or the traffic gains into ROI. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, as you said, Google is always going to be messing around with page one, right? Rich snippets when they got introduced, again, mess with rankings. So whereas you used to be able to be on page one position nine, 10, now you need to be seven, eight just to be at the bottom, right? So now more, more than ever, it's important to make sure that you're within the top three results or specifically top two. Um, And we know that there's a huge drop in click-through rate from position one on Google to position two, right? It almost drops by 100%. It's roughly around 30 to 34% click-through rate if you're ranking number one, and that drops around 15, 17% if you're ranking number two. Um, So what we do is identify where we're currently ranking, what page is ranking for that term and what the conversion rate and average order value is once somebody lands on that page. And now this is just used to do an initial projection on what we can expect to see from a traffic and if we can maintain same conversion rates and average order value, what we can project to make for every rank increase we we get. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, that's just a projection, right? we have to supplement our SEO with other things such as conversion rate optimization. uh, And that comes in many different forms from your on-site conversion rate optimization to your email nurture and retargeting, right? Because all of that is going to have an effect and play an effect on your bottom line. And that's really more so what we focus on rather than just traffic. Um, At the end of the day, traffic is a vanity metric. We're always focusing on increasing your revenue. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? Um, many times somebody who's searching for a product online or searching for a brand online isn't necessarily ready to buy. So it's very hard to say that because I was able to increase my visibility for that term and generated that traffic, that that has any value to me. So that's when it comes extremely important to ensure that you are now retargeting that individual and getting them to come back to your site, either by means of uh, a retargeting ad, which we know now is very difficult, or email nurture. Um, and so you might think, well, the the attribution of, of that sale is through my email campaign. But what's very hard for business owners to understand is where that first touch point occurred. Um, so what we try to do is we try to bridge that gap between first touch point 
and final conversion. Yeah, there is a challenge and an opportunity when it comes to e-commerce because we're speaking of this. You know, I can go to a specific e-commerce business and say, okay, you know, I will do ABC for you. I will uh, work on skyrocketing your rankings and your your um, organic visibility and your organic traffic. And you're gonna pay me $5,000 a month. I'll do the content, I'll do the authority, I'll do the backlinks. Mm -hmm. If they don't see direct ROI results from this in 90 days, they'll get jittery. Um, they will say, well, the ranks are increasing, but I'm not making more money. However, I'm paying you $5,000 a month, right? And then um, before what we used to do is we used to say, okay, well, let's look at your analytics and what happens. Now we don't even do that. From the beginning, we build a strategy. So if you don't have your nurture series set up or your dynamic email nurture, we probably won't do SEO for you. If you are not retargeting your existing customers, if you're lucky, your conversion rate is three to 4%, which means 96 to 97% of people are leaving your site never to see you again. If you don't do retargeting, um, we'll probably not do SEO for you. Just because we know that it doesn't matter how much I increase your traffic unless it's an impulse buy item or unless it's a very, very niche social item, you're not going to get the primary conversions from organic SEO. So what Joe means is from an ROI standpoint, this goes back to your brand and an omni-channel approach mm -hmm. that needs to be implemented. Otherwise, the effectiveness of your SEO is going to be minimal. Um, so with that being said, the challenge is that we have to convince the clients and we have to convince prospects and we have to even convince ourselves internally because we have these discussions internally in our team as well, what the best course of action when it comes to a strategy is. The opportunity is that a lot of business owners don't see this. And the ones that see this, at a high level, this is what you need to look at. And all the finance people and the mm -hmm. CFOs out there will get what I'm talking about. If I spent $10,000 in marketing and I generated a revenue of $100,000, then I can do a direct correlation between the dollar spent and the revenue and the profit, right? So what you need to do as an e-commerce business owner, if you're doing more than two, three, four million dollars in annual revenue, is you need to look at your line items uh, in your spending, in your income statement as well, and you need to see, okay, well, I spent this much and it generated this much revenue. So at a high level, the decision needs to start from there. If you just, and we get these people a lot, they're like, I don't want to talk to you. This is the weirdest conversations that I have. Uh, I don't want to talk to you if you cannot promise me returns. Um, in this day and age, nobody can do that anymore. If anybody is saying, I'll only get paid if you make money, you better have a really, really incredible product a lot of e-commerce business owners think they do, um, or you're talking to a scam artist, you know? It's just, it's difficult, especially after this iOS update. Um, there are so many people trying to go into this marketplace that it's become very difficult. So, Joe, the next question I have is, when we're talking about this ROI stuff, how do we, not generically report, but how do we maintain that relationship with the client where we also need to learn from the client. We can't just do what we got to do and rank for what we need to rank for. How do we keep in touch with them to know the cool things or the important things that they're doing? So uh, basically, we we need to get on the phone with them periodically, right, regularly. Um, but more importantly, 
rather than just reviewing the metrics and seeing the revenue and seeing the traffic increases because the clients have visibility into that as well. We need to ask the right questions, right? What products are you running low on stock? Are you having difficulties with the supplier? What items are you thinking about maybe introducing to your store, right? These business related questions that a lot of agencies don't ask, right? They're, they're just operating based off of the data that they see but not what's potentially going to happen within the organization or the business in the future. So it's very important for us, if we truly want to help these businesses grow and scale, we need to understand everything that's going on from their backend operation as well. Yeah. So this is about also looking at competitors, what the competitors are doing. Uh, what we do is pretty consultative. So if we can come up with a few ideas, it doesn't, we don't have to perform miracles. If we can come up with a good ideas over a 12 month period, it basically means that you'll be able to double your business in the next 24 months. And this is, these are the kind of decisions that we look for. This is why it's very challenging for agencies because, um, we have to have the talent that does this analysis. Uh, and not everybody can do this. There are task people in our organization and we're very transparent about this. There are people who do this level of analysis in our organization. And we, that's why, you know, it's very competitive when you look at talent and agencies is you have to have the people who are able to look at a specific organization, look at Google analytics and make decision points or suggest decision points from the, that analytics. And that's the most important thing that we do with content and SEO strategies where we always attempt to tie it back to an ROI or a decision that's going to provide you with that ROI that you're looking for. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? Or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.Optimum7.com.